Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, good listeners of Real Presence Radio. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp. Coming to you live with my co-host, Kelly Schneider, here from the Fisher Commons at Trinity Junior High and High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. And we welcome you to this morning's presentation of Real Presence Live. Kelly, how are you this morning? I am good. Good. I'm smiling. I'm so happy to be here with you. That's so good. It's so and good we're for one us to be together. I, we're we are one, one weekend to the school to the school year here. At, so we're God, we're done. live from Trinity. <laughs> Kelly and I both work here at Trinity, and yeah, we are we are one week in. So all the the buzz and excitement of the new uh, school year has been very very good. And a beautiful August late August morning in Dickinson this morning. Sure. And busier. Busier this morning. Dickinson Public School started yes. today. Yes. Yeah. More traffic on more the road. Traffic, more kiddos so. having their first days. Mm-hmm. And so I saw some reluctant picture taking amongst <laughs> houses as I was driving this morning. The kiddos were like, just let me go to school. So yes, all, all sorts of good things. And we have a great show for you planned here this morning, listeners. We've got, uh, we're going to lead off with Bishop David Kagan here in just a moment. And then we're going to be joined from some of our good priests of the Dickinson area, Father Christian Smith, our Dean of Students here at Trinity Father Grant Dvorak, our new chaplain, and then Monsignor Tom Richter, the pastor at Queen of Peace, just across the parking lot here. So it's going to be a great great show. show. I hope you can stay with us for the next two hours here on Real Presence Radio. But without further ado, to welcome uh, joining us this morning on the line, Bishop David Kagan of the Diocese of Bismarck. Good morning, Bishop. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Bishop. Thank you for being here with us. Well, it's my pleasure. Didn't yes. I just see you uh, last <laughs> Saturday? Weren't we just with you? Yeah. <laughs> we were all together. We're going to talk a little bit about that this morning. Of, of You got to visit us in Dickinson. We had the privilege of having you out here Saturday evening for the Celebration of Life event. But before we jump in here too far this morning, Bishop, I wonder if you could lead us in prayer as we begin today. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed blessed is is the the fruit of of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother Mother of God, God, pray pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. No, you're welcome. Yes, thank you. Well, uh, for those just joining us, we are live from Dickinson, but joined on the phone by Bishop David Kagan, the Diocese of Bismarck. And as we alluded to, uh, Bishop, you were just out in Dickinson on Saturday evening for a celebration of life event and mass. Uh, and then you had another event on just this past Monday, August 22nd, uh, Mass right. of Thanksgiving. So I'm wondering if you could tell us a little bit about uh, those events for our listeners who, who weren't aware of them or uh, just hearing this for the first time. 
Oh, yeah. Well, in, in both instances, both that uh, last uh, Saturday evening and then this past Monday evening, uh, we celebrated uh, a massive Thanksgiving for the overturning of that terrible decision of Roe versus Wade. Uh, and really, uh, it wasn't so much to dwell on uh, how bad that was. I think everybody over time understands uh, that was a terrible decision and yes. the devastating effects it still has on our American culture and society. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it will take a generation or two of devoted Catholics and others of goodwill uh, to correct uh, and heal those, uh, those deep wounds that's inflicted on not just physical people, uh, but the culture, our, our society itself. But uh, more than that, it was to uh, offer thanks and praise to Almighty God who answers all of our prayers. Uh, he doesn't answer them on our timeline, but he answers all of our prayers, mm-hmm. and he does so uh, with an answer that will be best uh, for us. And... Um, it seems like to us it's a long time overdue that that decision was overturned, and we all tend to be impatient. Uh, in it, we're not terribly good at at you know waiting, uh, but it, it I think it has helped. Uh, I can speak for myself. Um, back in my former diocese, we had uh, it's similar to North Dakota. We had the only functioning uh, uh, abortion clinic in the state of Illinois at the time. And uh, it was about a month after I became bishop, I got this uh, very excited phone call from the lady uh, who still is the editor of um, the diocesan newspaper there, telling me that that abortion clinic had finally closed. Oh, and God. you know, and uh, you know, everyone was so elated and and grateful to God for that. But it took thirty eight years for it mm-hmm. to close, you know. And it was the uh, the dedication of so many people uh, praying in front, uh, praying the rosary in in front of that clinic, uh, urging uh, women uh, to think before they go in there and, and not to go in there. Uh, but, it, it, you know, in all of these things, it's not that God is playing a game with us. It's for our benefit to learn to persevere in prayer and to accept uh, his response. And so, you know, for us, it seems that, well, it's 50 years. We should have been able to get this done as much sooner. But, you know, in in God's uh, time, which is, uh, he doesn't live in time as we do, uh, the time was just right. And uh, we had a very good uh, mass attendance at, at both masses. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, uh, you know, evidence that, you know, uh, we we do uh, believe in the sanctity of human life from conception to natural death. 
and no one, no government, no court, uh, no movement uh, can change what is the truth. And the truth is God is the giver of all life, human and divine, as we pray uh, in the rite of baptism. And that's unchangeable. And uh, as with all things uh, that are, are, uh, are good, good always defeats evil. And I, I, but now I think, you know, uh, we have to, you know, we won a battle. The war is still to be fought mm-hmm. against the forces which are uh, satanic and demonic uh, of evil. And uh, as I I said in my sermon, it's a sad fact we can't escape that abortion has uh, wreaked uh, havoc uh, and done more damage uh, to our country than any pandemic or any other thing that has happened uh, because it, it attacks the uh, the very soul of the country, which is the person, and in uh, in doing so, it attacks uh, that fundamental structure in which all of us as persons uh, were born into and grew up and thrive in, and that is the the real family, and uh, we have to continue with our prayers, certainly our constant prayers, but our our. Uh, acts of penance in reparation for this uh, tremendous evil inflicted uh, on our nation, but also our works of charity. And I think we have to increase our works of charity uh, to extend ourselves uh, as much as we are able to uh, uh, women and their their children, uh, to the men uh, who are married to or associated with the, with these women who find themselves in difficult circumstances and pregnancies so that they they understand an abortion is not only murder uh, of a child innocent child but abortion does not solve their problem if they're looking at it as a problem it will create uh, greater problems for them as as uh, men and women as time goes on. As we see, you know, uh, you listen to testimonials from women who had abortions. They readily admit they not only were lied to, uh, but the effects have remained with them. Uh, and some have been able to overcome those effects better than others. But... Mm-hmm. They, they're scarred, uh, not just physically, but spiritually. And, and uh, the Catholic Church, we, we are the ones who must be ready, willing and able uh, to assist them and, and help them uh, heal, uh, but also help uh, the, the women who come to us uh, to understand um, the child they carry in their womb is a gift from God, and uh, we will help them uh, through the pregnancy and even beyond uh, to appreciate just how blessed they are and not to sacrifice that child's life 
for the sake of an ideology or uh, uh, a lie told to them by some abortion clinic worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bishop, I really liked when you uh, talked about the work continuing. Obviously, this was a great, like you said, a, a battle won, but the war continues on, and yes. not only in you know bringing an, an end to abortion in our country and making it unthinkable, but treating all those uh, who are in crisis pregnancy, and as you pointed out, those wounds that have already happened of those who have been affected oh, yeah. by abortion, yeah. which is so many people, you know, yeah. both directly and indirectly, and, and the good work um, that we are all called to do to, uh, you know, respond charitably to those who are in need and those who have been wounded by abortion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I firmly agree, and I, I think. You know, uh, in our own diocese of Bismarck, uh, we uh, were very uh, well-equipped and very capable of carrying on the uh, the work of life uh, to help all women and their children and, and their husbands or, or boyfriends, uh, you know, choose life and, and really, uh, you know, foster uh, life uh, because of, you know, both here in Bismarck, uh, there in Dickinson, up in Minot, uh, we have pregnancy centers who are, uh, which are uh, readily available and always willing uh, mm-hmm. to assist. And uh, I think part of what we have to do is, is uh, continue and, and intensify our advertising, so to speak, uh, of these centers uh, so people know they exist and, you know, if they find themselves in a, in a difficult circumstance, uh, they should feel uh, that it's, it's, it's for them to go to these places uh, and uh, uh, they shouldn't hesitate to do that. Uh, and uh, so I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's providential, as I say. God doesn't, you know, do things accidentally. It's always according to His divine and merciful will. Uh, it wasn't uh, an accident that uh, this decision of the Supreme Court was published on the solemnity of the most sacred art of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, which also happened to be, except the solemnity took precedence. Uh, over the uh, birth, uh, the feast of the birth of St. John the Baptist, mm-hmm. who leapt in his mother's womb when he met Jesus in the womb of our Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, that um, uh, it, it simply isn't coincidental that this comes about just as we are uh, going to enter into uh, our Eucharistic revival. Mm. And, uh, you know, it all works together, you know, uh, for the love of God and, and love of others. But we have to, we, we need to be, continue to be, I should say, those intentional disciples uh, of Jesus, who is the Lord of life. And, uh, uh, with our Blessed Mother's uh, assistance and constant companionship, uh, we can, we will change the culture, mm-hmm. and we will return our country to a culture of life. It'll be 
a struggle. There will always be resistance. Good is always resisted by, you know, the devil. Uh, that's the last thing he wants, but he cannot triumph uh, because goodness incarnate has already overcome the world, as Jesus told us. And uh, the devil, uh, he continues to try to just draw you know, it's a death by a thousand cuts, almost, you know. Uh, he knows he can't win, but he can try and distract and, you know, deter us uh, and discourage us from pursuing the good. And uh, uh, we have to be strong enough to resist that. Bishop, I think you hit on, on something too, throughout what you've said here, the importance of pregnancy centers and how those have really, I mean, the last 15 years, maybe, mm-hmm. especially in our diocesan area, mm-hmm. those pregnancy centers, you know, started out just, you know, very small. You look at the one here in Dickinson, started right. out at the Church of St. Patrick, and um, how mm-hmm. those came to be and how important they are now and how oh, yeah. much young people are, are, are excited about the opportunity, I, I look in our own school, mm-hmm. of volunteering mm-hmm. and serving them in some capacity, that there's that desire in the generation that we're seeing now in our schools. Like, these oh, places know, are really you know, important. Yes, you know? yeah. They, uh, they absolutely are. And, I, you know, Kelly, what you said is so true. The thing that just uh, infuriates uh, the liberal ideologues who promote killing children in the womb or killing, letting them die if perhaps they should survive an abortion and mm-hmm. are born alive. They just, uh, they murder them by neglect. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they see, you know, year after year, this March for Life, you know, the vast majority of the people yeah. marching are young people. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. they can't tolerate that because... It, it, the young people aren't buying the secular, uh, atheistic line, uh, you know, that uh, you and I are the masters of our own lives and fates. Uh, mm-hmm. God is not important, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, this is, I'm convinced that this is in great part why we will change and and uh, transform the culture in our country back to a culture of life. It is our young people mm-hmm. coming up, uh, you know, even in grade school, junior high, high school, uh, college level, young adults, they don't buy the line. They, they are good at seeing through uh, the thinly veiled lie uh, of those who promote abortion, contraception, you know, all of those immoral activities, they, they get it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that will uh, eventually uh, transform our culture. I hope I live long enough to begin to see it. I'm seeing it already, yes. but yes. I'm getting old. But uh, <laughs> it's you, you young people who will have to uh, take up the, uh, uh, the, uh, the cross and, and continue to carry it. Yeah, Bishop, I absolutely, you know, agree with that of, of my years with working with our mm-hmm. adolescents and having the privilege of taking mm-hmm. students to the National March in D.C. And everybody's like, you know, how can you do it? And, you know, like there's 
they see the despair of the culture and I like you see the hope of our youth and it's such a joyful event and and so celebratory at at the march in dc that uh, you can't help but come away just inspired you know and hope-filled for our future because those students are on fire and as you said there is uh they see through the lies you know they're really seeking truth all in their own way and it's beautiful to see that uh, and for that hope. And I was really struck, too, um, at the event we had here on Saturday by the amount of young people that were there. I know. And and their embracing of the event. And that was so beautiful to see here, too. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, that's that's what gives me great, uh, great hope and consolation that, uh, you know, uh, even, you know, with, the decision having been published, uh, so many states, their their laws being, uh, you know, triggered and so forth. There's there's still this attempt to stall and and uh, deflect. Uh, but even here in North Dakota, uh, uh, August 28th, the law will go into effect. Yes. And, uh, uh, they'll still try to. Uh, I'm just delighted uh, that Red River Clinic is gone. They, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't gone away far enough, but at least they're out of the state. <laughs> yeah, they went across yeah. the river. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yes, Bishop. I, I all those things are so good, and I I really appreciate you giving us perspective this morning of why it's important. Uh, to not only celebrate this great victory of the overturning of Roe v. Wade, but also that uh, we still have a lot of work to do to bring about that oh, culture yeah. of life. Very and as so. Catholics, prayer and fasting and our witness and serving those who are in need are very much uh, a part of that. So we really appreciate you being with us this morning, Bishop Kagan. Well, thank you both. Yes, thank, thank you. you. And we, we wish you a, a beautiful rest of your Thursday. Thanks very much. You are most welcome. Listeners, thank you for staying with us this morning. We are live from Trinity Junior High and High School, and uh, you might be overhearing our announcements this morning (laughs) as we get started with our day here, and they're praying as well as we did earlier. So stay around and stick with us. We will be right back after a short break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 